0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees were quiet around the trade deadline, which I kind of predicted, but a lot of noise around the Yankee organization. Domingo Herman caught it off for the team, uh, going to check into an alcohol uh, treatment center, whatever. So kind of shocking there. Um So I'm going to get into all that. And this is all while the Yankees dropped two out of three in an important series against Tampa Bay. And again, it's pretty much kissing away the AL East there. So... We'll Get into all that, but before we do, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So there's an audio version of the podcast available. Get these little wrap up reports and other cool things. I'm sure you saw the or heard the Fred McGriff episode, even though it has nothing to do with the Yankees. Again, get cool little things like that. Um, that only available for you podcast subscribers. And just put the audio of my appearance with the Bronx Muchachos crew the other day. Again, went on with them live uh, Tuesday night as the trade deadline was winding down and ended. And you know, we kind of all went around, around with that. And we celebrated the. It was actually their hundredth episode, and of course, so we talked a little bit about that. But of course, I talked about the kind of sleepy trade deadline for the Yankees there. So that's also available an um, audio version of that show. It's just looking up and down the list. I'm sure you see it there. So all the cool stuff. Make sure you subscribe. And you know, just piling it on here. Um, dropped the most recent YouTube channel where I kind of did a deeper dive into the Yankee trade deadline, which is kind of was a non-trade deadline. They pretty much didn't do anything, which I kind of expected. So I'm not gonna. I want to beat it too much right here, right now. I. You know, if you want to get more analysis on that, go to the YouTube episode, again, about the Yankee, uh, empty Yankee trade deadline. You can catch my take on that. Again, you know, in case you didn't know, I'm sure you know, Yankees bringing in two kind of lowly relievers that, you know, who knows if they're going to be with the team or, you know, you don't really know much about them. One, Kenyon Middleton from the Chicago White Sox. Again, has a little ERA on the four, nothing wow. Um, and he com- becomes a free agent after the season. So it's just going like a rental for two months. Okay. Then the four areas I thought Cashman would, would at least try to improve this team with would be left field. If we haven't had a stable left field all season. A legitimate everyday full, uh, third baseman, which kind of went out the window with Donaldson, you know, and his calf. And look, I know the Yankees been rotating guys in there like IKF and DJ and stuff like that, but still like an everyday third baseman. I thought maybe you see someone catch it just for the fact that Trevino went down for the rest of the season. And then, of course, a bullpen arm, which you know, he's always going to throw a bullpen on him, an arm in there too. So that's kind of only what he stuck with. So I bought a Middleton as, as well as, um, Spencer Howard. Uh, for cash consideration from texas and he's a guy with a balloon dra of 10 and they put him immediately into AAA. and you may see him sometimes this season maybe not it's just all the various reasons you know sometimes people like to scout other players on other teams and you just, you has got an affection for, for some reason you think you see something you could convert them and so you bring them over here kind of what they did with clay holmes like two seasons ago and then now that worked out sometimes it works out sometimes it worked out but they're kind of non-nothing moves but the yankees didn't pull the big trigger here just goes mainly what i i said if you uh, go back uh You know, the previous uh, episode solo by myself, you know, this team, you know, Cashman, I don't think gave this team the right to improve. I mean, they're sitting there in the fifth place in the AL East. They're like 10 games back. So I don't think he was going to go full out. You weren't going to get a big move like a Soto. And of course, they took Otani off the board. Now, it seems like maybe it could have been Bellinger. could have been, you know, perhaps an opportunity. But the fact that the Cubs, you know, got onto a little bit of a streak there and only five games out of the NL Central, they probably decided, uh, no, they're going to go for it and held on to Bellinger. So who knows if he was available. And, you know, so there was really nothing for this Yankees to do. I mean, you would need like four or five big players to come here to, to really turn this whole offense around. And they're not doing that because you have to like almost get rid of DJ, get rid of Rizzo, get rid of Stan, and then bring in like three or four guys to replace them. And it's just that's just not happening because you can't unload those contracts. So at best, you're going to bring in a bat. But even a bat, is that going to make much of a difference? Probably not. So I just think the fact that, look, they got Judge back. They figure, all right, we got Judge back. We got Rondon on there. I know he's been up and down a little bit. Let's get him rolling a little bit. We got Nesta Cortez as well as loisico just around the corner. And in that way, that's like adding pieces to his team in a way. And let's just roll with that and hope, you know, we could dig our way into one of the wild card spots because you have to pretty much count the ALE set, especially after the, you know, dropping two out of three from Tampa. Uh, so that was that drama. Of course, losing to Tampa the first two games, just went out with a whimper. Rendon pitched well against the Mets, but now he had a little bit of setback here against Tampa. But really, the Yankee offense gave him nothing to work with. Previous game, that, this was the more bizarre one because Domingo Herman was slated to start, was a late-minute scratch, and then they had to call up Johnny Brito. And he's like, right, what's going on here? So Brito got knocked around, gave up like five runs in four innings. So they bring her, all of a sudden you look and you see Herman warming up. Like, wait, wait a second, I thought he was out for this game. What is he doing warming up? Warms up, he comes in. He actually was great. Five innings of shutout baseball, just gave up two hits, five strikeouts. Was like, what happened here? Why didn't he start the game? So first he got the report that well he had some lumps on, under his armpit there and he, he wasn't sure if he was gonna be able to make it or not. Again supposedly you know, not using some good deodorant or maybe he had a probably had an allergic reaction to this. As I mentioned in the YouTube episode, I kind of joked around about it. I had a similar problem. I remember back like maybe left after college or during college was, I was using something. I was like getting all these like weird lumps. I was like hope it's not like you know something serious. But then it just turned out it was this crappy deodorant. Yeah, you I know, switched to a Right Guard or something else. So could have been that situation where hey look you know during the game he said yeah hey, look I feel bad I could throw I'm loose and then he convinced Boone and Boone put him in there. So that's the story we got. But now, now now we're hearing uh, that he had to voluntarily just go up to Cashman and I guess report a I guess alcohol abuse problem he's been having. I guess he's I don't know just battling this quietly. And I guess this is getting to a point though he can't effectively live his life and play baseball and and just go through this. So he's I guess on the restricted list. He's going to trek into some program. And we've seen this before. You go back with CC Sabathia back in 2015. He had that incident, that ugly incident where I think it was in some Toronto nightclub. He had to be carried out by a bunch of people. He looked like he almost got into a fight. And then we learned that you know just shortly after that there was some incident at home where there might have been a domestic situation with the family. And then after that CC finally checked himself into the rehab. Uh, was unavailable for the rest of the 2015 season. That's where the Yankees got wiped out by uh, that one game against Houston at home against Dallas Keuchel. And then when CC came back in 2016 and the years after that, he kind of reinvented himself and had a little renaissance to his career there. So I guess, you know, CC was able to use that to turn the corner in his life. Now with Herman, we've seen some problems with him because, you know, he has his own domestic dispute situation. looks like there was violence involved. That's why he was suspended, you know, for the rest of 2019 through 2020 into 2021. Uh, you know, eighty game suspension there. Then, of course, he had an incident while he was on suspension in in the Dominican Republic. As far as we know, involved in a car that tipped over. Now, I'm not sure if he was driving a passenger, but so you have that bizarre situation. So, you take that with the uh, domestic abuse situation and seeing Herman's got a little bit demons there with the the alcohol. And guess good for him to get this done, could take care. of. But kind of a weird season for Herman. He had the perfect game. Up and down as a start a little bit. I'll say a little bit more positive than negative. But at this point, goodbye for Domingo Herman. But then again, right right around the corner, you have Nesta Cortez seemingly slated to pitch one of these weekend's uh, games against Eust- uh, Houston Astros. Uh, so kind of coming back in time, there were some whispers that maybe Severino is going to lose his spot in the rotation is because he's been ineffective lately, but probably now this means that Severino stays in at least maybe for one or two more starts. And now you have Nestor Cortez coming around the corner and right after him, looks like a wise because just about ready. His latest rehab symptoms is going pretty well, no setback. So it looks like he's going to be in there. But the bigger thing at hand, we don't know what that first game was with Herman. Was it really the deodorant situation? Was something to do with an alcohol? or showing late up late to the game. I don't know. Or was it possibly that people didn't speculate speculated maybe Herman was going to be included in some sort of trade deal? So uh, Cashman I guess wanted to just hold him for a second, and guess whatever deal was out there maybe since that fell through, Cashman gave the wink from the, the luxury box or whatever that all right Herman's staying here. So then they put him uh, put him out into the bullpen there. So speculative what really happened, what's the real story there? We don't know, but nevertheless Herman is finished for the season. Uh, I'm not going to say he's finished as a Yankee, but he's finished for the rest of the season. But more importantly, the Yankees just absolutely lifeless in those first two games against Tampa there and just tells you everything you need to know. Uh, the only offense in that first game was a Jake Bowers uh, solo home run. Other than that, the Yankees completely shut down. And same thing in the second game. You know, Rendon was sloppy, but it doesn't matter. The Yankee offense is dead. Now, they finally came alive. Wow, we in the third game, you got a good start from Cole, who just you know continues to march on to possibly an a- American League Cy Young Award. Gave up a home run early, two-run shot there, but from the rest of the way locked in. Gave the Yankees a strong start. And finally, Yankee offense kicked in, which is what always happens, has to involve home runs. So you got a two-run home run by Volpe. Tied the game up at that point, and then Geo calls Stanton with an opposite field, three-run home run, put the Yankees up 5-2. Later in the game, I liked what they did. They scratched a couple of runs on, a little aggressive base running, kind of a double steal this situation also, and also an, excuse me, uh, opposite field single there, shockingly by Stanton. Uh, so Stanton with two big hits there, and the Yankees salvaged the last game 7-2. So but it's the same deal as I told you. Again, if the Yankees score like seven, eight runs, it's usually because two or three people hit some home runs. And one of those home runs is the three run home run. Well, that's right off the bat. It's exactly how, okay, only two people hit home runs, but you got the three run home run by Stan. But again, no sustained rallies, no, you know, no walks and no stuff like that. It's just all the home run. And again, they don't hit the home runs. They don't, they don't score. They don't win. That's just the situation. If they could score five or six runs, usually the Yankee pitching and a bullpen is good enough to close it out. So they salvage this last game. I guess you breathe a little sigh of relief. Strong start by Cole, but now you got Houston coming in here for four games, and this is could really just bury the Yankees if the Yankees just wither, which I can see happening here. So this is going to be a tough series, and get four games against Houston who, again, have no problem just usually wiping the mat with the Yankees. So let's see if the Yankees can make a stand. And in the weekend, again, one of those games is going to be started by Nestor Cortez, see his first game back. But for first game back, you know they're going to baby him, so maybe you four innings out of him. So even the game he pitches, you know it's going to be a bullpen game. Now Rendon also pitches, I believe, the finale of that series. And that would be a game if he really wants to impress and impress. Again, he was good against the Mets. Okay, fine, great. But if he really wants to make his mark and really make his mark as a Yankee, if he can really have a strong start, if the Yankees somehow can salvage having a good – a series against these Astros with him having a strong performance to close it out. I think that goes a long way with everyone. So that's the episode. Uh, Yankees with a dud of a trade deadline, a dud of a series against Tampa. Got the drama there with uh, Domingo Herman and uh, the alcohol situation. So, Mostly negative for the Yankees, but it finally got to, It looks like the team will be fully attacked by this weekend with Nesta Cortez. Come back. And, again, you have two full months to, you know, control your own fate. So let's see what happens. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done already. And check out the YouTube episode. Again, it just came out. So, yeah, go on YouTube, the latest YouTube episode there, and kind of I'll do a deeper dive into the whole trade situation and get into the cash in his brain. So a lot of good stuff. Catch you in the next one.